welcome to Soap Secrets. We're back again with all the gossip and I've got Victoria Wilson, our very own Holby expert, right here with us. Hi, Victoria. Hi, Hannah. Right. It's a bit of a week, isn't it? It is, yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> I'll let that hanging. I'm going to pass to you. <laughs> I, I think it's safe to say the, um, the latest Holby City was quite an episode that ended on a real shock note. Um, so just to recap, obviously we had Andre and Evie had been rushed to hospital, haven't been stabbed. Kian and Fletch fell out, and um, the day's events proved too much for drug addict Kian, and and obviously the seriousness of that situation soon came to light when just before the end credits rolled, it was revealed he'd taken a massive overdose. Yeah. Um, this uh, this episode picks up straight on from that. Um, I'm not going to give anything away except to say that Kion is in a very bad way. Um, it, it basically falls to Fletch to sort of deal what's with um, he's sort of dealing with what's going on around him. While all the while, um, he's obviously worrying about his daughter Evie, who sort of needs urgent surgery following the stabbing. Um, he's basically forced to. There's all kinds of stuff going on, but he he's kind of forced to watch on as as she develops complications in theatre and at one point it really looks like she won't survive really um, yeah but um but chloe sort of manages to save the day so it seems it's sort of panic over for now i guess um anyway so this the story sort of takes a turn and becomes more of a it becomes more of a family thing again for for Flett. sort of evie wakes from her op she's, she's sort of wanting to see her new boyfriend so Evie um, Evie comes round from her op and she wants to see boyfriend Andre who's also been um, in, he's, he's also been in surgery himself, he's not long out um, Fletch however is adamant that that won't be happening um, so he's been sort of, sort of behind the scenes. He's been speaking to sort of Lucky and social worker Connor, who's who's been around the hospital, um, and he's had a chat with Andre, man to man, um, and he tells him that he's going to help sort of set him up with a new life away from the drug gang and away from Evie. Um, however, when sort of Evie finds out her dad wants to split them up, she's livid. Uh, it sort of basically falls to Fletcher's new flame, Jenny Sinclair, to sort of try and reassure Evie that she'll meet other boys, and you know that there'll be so many doors. But you open just don't her. want you just don't want other people interfering, do you? You need to see it for yourself, almost. Yeah, well, she means well, and at the moment she's she's a young girl. It's new love, and and she's just met this boy, and already he's being snatched away from her. So yeah, she's. She's her dad said what he said, but Evie's adamant. Like she loves Andre, and she tells her dad she will never forgive him. I suppose Fletch is sort of one of life's sort of problem solvers in that sense, but he never seems to be able to do right for doing wrong. So, um, well, not by not by Evie anyway. Um, yeah, but then I suppose you're never going to, as a parent as well, you're never going to be cool, are you? I've, I've realised that myself, I'm afraid. Well, you know, <laughs> we have to remember that Evie, so she's one of four kids, she's basically had to take on the sort of mother role at home after her mother died. Um, but it, it's clear that she's sort of lacking that maternal figure. 
if if you like since since her mother died so i guess i guess the question could be could could maybe jenny fill that void um that would be mm. an interesting one it seems like there there's a sort of bond emerging there so so that's definitely that's definitely something to watch out for i think but th- is that a good thing that's the question i'm going to leave hanging um <laughs> This is helping. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and um, Josh and Ange, what's going on there? Right. Okay. So this is this is uh, getting a bit complicated. So um, obviously, Josh was. Uh, so their affair was revealed the other week, and Ange knew that you know if if she was to keep her job, then she'd have to end things. So Josh came up with the bright idea, okay, you know, I really want to be with you, so if I can't be with you as my lover and my boss, um, then I'll leave. And, you know, she just, I don't know if she so sort of totally appreciated the gesture, but she's like, well, no, we, we, we just need to end it. You know, we can't be together. So, so basically after being rejected by Ange, he sort of this week. Um, Josh is all set for his transfer to St James's, which which will see him say goodbye, obviously personally and professionally, to Ange. Um, however, the two of them st- they they soon find themselves thrown together um, when they're basically forced to t- uh, team up to treat. Uh, so it's a it's a it's an unwell. She's is is a mother, an expectant mother. Um, and she basically they find out she's she's got this condition, but she's obviously heavily pregnant as well. So it's kind of a double whammy for them. Um, anyway, the pair of them work together in theatre. Um, they safely deliver the woman's baby early, um, and all is well. But then, like the mother arrests. Um, but but working to between the two of them, Josh and Ange kind of manage to to save her life. And and in in the process, they kind of prove themselves to be quite the dream team you know it's a really positive story there's lots of smiles they have in theatre they managed to save a mother and a baby it's quite amazing um but obviously as we know and made a promise to Hanson that that as Josh's boss she would end their romance um but uh after working so well together it, it seems that uh and can't let Josh go off to St James's and, and she makes her feelings very clear uh, as Does she? she? Uh, yeah, as she she moves in for another smooch. Ooh. So, uh, well, teamwork, you know, yeah, makes the dream work. Like things <laughs> are very much back on. Wow. Uh, but I guess the question is: Is Ange sort of going to throw caution to the wind and and carry on their affair? In but he'll secret. have to move hospitals, but in secret. Yeah, no, mm. I think they're going to just carry on under the Holby roof so uh watch out for Hanson oh on the warpath (laughs) so another um well great week in Holby really isn't it um Mm. it's just it's all go and these storylines keep running and running is there going to be do you think there'll be an end to the whole um Keon one soon or is this again is it just such a big storyline that's going to go on and on well these these things have a habit of they're kind of go on organically so when one door closes others open um and you know it sort of go, it takes on a whole new 
new sort of life. So. New lease of life. Yeah. Um, okay. So so we'll see. There's a, there's always lots of when you have lots of people in the mix, um, that, that that makes for lots of great drama. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Victoria. And I'm going to welcome Claire Ruck now to the stand um, to talk about the rest of the soaps. Now, um, hi, Claire. Hi, Hannah. Now, there's no casualty, is there, this week? Because it's, guess what? Football again. <laughs> um, and because it's the second week of the Euro, um, Euros group stage, which will be on our TV screens, um, we won't be able to move for it. Um, EastEnders, Corrie and Emmerdale are releasing all of this week's episodes on iPlayer or ITV Hub on Monday, the 21st of June. So you can watch them when you want, which is a pretty, pretty great thing, right, today. Works pretty yes. well for me. Um, so let's talk about Emmerdale first, given that there's no um, casualty. Because I... I don't know, you've got some news for me, haven't you? I can feel it. I have, it. Hannah. Yeah, this is really going to shock you. Actually, it shocked me. So uh, this week, Emmerdale's Kim Tate is found dead. What? I know, she's found I dead. I did not see that. They cannot lose her from that soap. That, I'm sorry, they need, she needs to come back from the dead. <laughs> so, and also, boyfriend Will is arrested for her murder. So, so we, you called know, that, we called that. We called that. Not the murder bit. <laughs> I know it's all very it's all very interesting isn't it so we 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 the viewers I mean this is such a big week for this storyline Hannah because you know we've seen you know over the last month poor 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 Kim has been steadily being poisoned um with diazepam in her brandy and um so so this week son Jamie thinks that Will is the most likely suspect to do this to his mother and he finds diazepam in will's toolbox and shows Mm. the photographic evidence to his mum so this you know we're looking at you know this this looks like a slam dunk this is look this looks Mm. you know like he is the girl he is the person and um the next day kim fills jamie in on her plan to catch will with a on camera spiking her brandy you know she she you can't just say hey i found some diazepam on you you lots of people take it it, it I doesn't mean you mean just stop drinking you just stop drinking brandy for a while wouldn't you yes <laughs> surely <laughs> she should do that water only water for a month trial that, that yeah. would help um and um so so Later, when he's at um, the hop offices, uh, Jamie receives a shocking call from the police to say that Kim has collapsed and he races off to home farm and he's greeted by the police arresting Will and Kim life, Kim's lifeless body is on the floor about to be put in a body bag. How will Emmerdale cope without Kim Tate? Well, I don't think they can. No. Oh, this, is just, this is awful. I know. It is shocking, um, isn't it? Because it's you know really what? shocking. She's the she's one. That, she's the best villain. She's a great villain. There aren't many good female villains. I think that's a tricky, it's a tricky one to pull off. And I thought Claire King, um, who plays her, she does it really well, doesn't she? She really, really does. And I feel like she's such a intrinsically important part of the soap. That you know, even when she's sort of come and gone previously, she. I don't know, she, I mean, she is home farm and, and, and she's so significant as a character that her going, I think, will, will leave a real dent, actually, don't you? Yeah, yeah, massively, yes, yes. Oh, um, OK, I, I'm, I'm in shock now, I can hardly talk, but um, last week we kind of revisited the fight um, Aaron's husband and Victoria's brother Robert had with her rapist Lee, didn't we? 
Yeah, this is a really complicated storyline, Hannah. So, um, well, viewers and, and fans are, are really love the Rob Rom. They really loved Aaron and Robert together as husband and husband. And, and uh, you know, they worked as a great couple. And then, of course, about 18 months ago, Robert, uh, he... he he hit Lee, who had raped Victoria, his sister, uh, and, um, you know, Lee died and Robert was found guilty of murder. So, so, you know, fast forward on 18 months, you know, Robert didn't want to see anybody from the village. He didn't want to see Aaron. He didn't want to see Victoria. But um, Victoria has started up a relationship with Lee's brother, Luke, and we have discovered that Luke had a fight with Lee before Robert hit him. And it seems that Luke might have been the one to have delivered the fatal blow, making Robert innocent. Oh, so, so how are they, they going to prove that? Will the police get involved? Well, we're not quite sure about that yet. Um, at the moment, uh, Luke has only told his mum, so it hasn't gone anywhere. It hasn't okay. gone anywhere. But um, this week, Victoria drops her bombshell about Luke and Robert to Aaron. Now, of course, Aaron... Aaron, I, I, I'll be honest with you, Hannah. Personally, I feel Aaron without Robert is just flailing around the village. I know mm. Ben's on the scene now, but really, I think him and Robert were just such a great duo. And I know all the fans, all the fans are desperate for Robert to come back. So will he make a return to the village? I'm going to be a betting woman today and I'm going to say yes <laughs> yes make it happen in the absence of Kim Tate bring someone back <laughs> oh my goodness me I can't believe it okay so uh, moving on to Coronation Street now you're going to deliver some awful blow aren't you about Fizz and Tyrone or something um, <laughs> but no uh, actually it's not this week's all about uh, Leanne and Harvey in court because of course um, she has to face him doesn't she yes yeah, this is such a this this is the week we've all been waiting for. Leanne has to go to court and she has to face Harvey. It starts off with a bang. These are nasty drug dealers, Hannah. We know that, and um, they, they 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 mean business. Harvey does not want to spend time in jail, so uh, he little Sam, who has been banned from seeing Nick at the moment because of because he's all tied up with Leanne and all this violence, and of course we know that. Harvey's henchman had kidnapped Sam, so his mother, Natasha, who's been really careful with him, he gives his mum the slip and he turns up at Nick's with a Father's Day card. Now, this is a really big moment for Nick because this is his first Father's Day with little Sam. He didn't know this time last year when we had Father's Day, he didn't know that he had a son. Yeah. So, so you know, and this is the first time Sam can give his dad a Father's Day card. So, you know, this is a special moment for the two of them, and he's, he really wants to do it. That's really nice. So he slips out to give his his dad this card. But, of course, you know, Harvey's sidekick is watching on, and um, as they leave the house, Nick and little Sam, shots are fired. Um, you know, that's scary. I mean, Sam's very little to have a gun fired at him. Yeah, no one awful. is hurt. Hannah, but you know, the message is clear, isn't it? Yeah, you couldn't it scream is. it any louder. No, but does that mean that she, you know, what does she do? Not testify? Well, I mean, at this point, it's all a bit too late, isn't it? Yes, well, she could lie in court. I mean, she's got to be in court. It's really what does she say when she gets she gets to court? So, you know, this is this is you know, this is being said to her. This message has been sent to her just before you know 
before she goes to court so you know it is she's got a lot of thinking to do you know and Sharon Harvey's auntie's back on the street um and um you know Sharon she's she is bad through and through I think but she was very she was very unhappy about little Sam being kidnapped and she did try and warn Leanne that the shots were going to be fired um and um Harvey's gang picked up on this and she is also beaten really really beaten um and she pitches up at rita's uh you know beaten blooded a bit upset and she wants ten thousand pounds to start a new life hannah ten thousand pounds will rita give it to her Mm, and um maybe she has got a soft spot She's, she has got a soft spot, hasn't she? And um, mm. we, we, we both know that Jenny hates, Re- hates Sharon. And um, did you see the episode when Sharon tasered Jenny? It was, it was brilliant. <laughs> you don't mess with Sharon, that's for a woman that carries a taser, you, you, you keep your two-metre rule, don't you? You know, I'm well back from her. <laughs> So this this trial, how long is this or the court case? It's it's beginning this week. Does it wrap up this week? Is it quick? Is it lengthy? Yeah, no, it's it's. I we don't know which. I couldn't say which way it's going to going to um, going to go. But this is the week. It's not a. It's not a. It's not. A, it's not going to be a long trial. So both Sharon and Leanne have to give evidence this week. So will Leanne tell the truth? Hmm. I wonder. Okay. Um, now, it's the whole Alina Tyrone storyline. Now that the skinny yes. jean episode is absolutely hilarious. I mean, this is like a, a poor Tyrone. I mean, it's, it's it's just quite funny to watch. But this this probably does happen the world over. Um, and this week, she buys him a motorbike. So I he's know. got the skinny jeans, you know. Then he's had the tattoo and now a motorbike. I know. I know. It's brilliant. And I I wasn't allowed to say last week that when he goes out in his skinny jeans, Alina drops something and they're so tight he can't bend down. <laughs> the thing brilliant. is, it's so I, unlike Tyrone though, isn't it? I mean, yeah. he does it. It's not, he's not comfortable with this. No. I know. <laughs> I just thought that, that is so, t- that, this has been so well written, putting him in skinny jeans and then making him try and bend over to pick something up. And it's you know, so and it's just relatable not though, isn't it? It's yeah. so relatable. I think you can absolutely see this happening. I mean, it's a yes. proper midlife crisis, isn't it? It is. It is. Um, and she also, I don't know where she's got the money to buy the motorbike. I mean, they're, they're yeah. expensive. She's doing yeah, well in her beauty business. She must be. Either that or it's Tyrone's many jobs. <laughs> So, yeah, so she gets him a motorbike and um, he gets a tattoo on his arm of um, saying T and A, Tyrone and Alina. Oh, gosh. Okay. So, so cringeworthy. Well, I, at, least, at least he didn't put a name on, he didn't have Alina tattooed on his arm because you, as soon as you do that, that's always the death knell to a relationship, isn't it? Because, like, yeah. Then I'm just trying to work out whether T and A could the A could become an F again. <laughs> I think you'd have to go to one of those places where they make it, like they make it fade a bit before you retattooed over it. Laser it a bit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he does turn to Fizz this week, doesn't he? He has yeah. to. Yes, because we have shock news coming, really shock news. We were talking, we were talking about um, how Claire King plays a very good villain in... Um, in Emmerdale, um, Kirsty, who was 
a villain in in Coronation Street. Um, she was also a very good villain for a female. And this week we get news come, comes in that actually um, Tyrone's ex and Ruby's mum, let's not forget Ruby's mum, Kirsty, she has died suddenly. And, you know, this is a big shock, you know, for Tyrone, even if she was bad and evil you know she's still ruby's mum and he has to he has to find a way to tell his daughter carefully and sensitively you know that her mum has died so he does turn to fizz to help him in his hour of need well fizz knows you know ruby so well and i think that probably that what tyrone's done recently hasn't exactly put him in ruby's good book so um yeah fizz will be needed so in my mind, that means more time spent together, which means they <laughs> might get back to Anyway, moving on to Hollyoaks. <laughs> um, it's explosive this week, isn't it? A proper it explosive is. week because two yeah. storylines properly crash into one another. I know. I think this is done. This is done really well. And I'll be honest with you, I didn't see these two separate storylines crashing head on, and they really, literally do. So I think this is this is a terrific piece of writing, Hannah. Really terrific. Um, so so. Firstly, the first bit of it is that Mercedes discovers that she's not pregnant when she goes for a baby scam. And we all know that stepdaughter Cher has meddled, meddled between Mercy and her dad, Silver. And um, yeah, so she, so yeah, she meddled with a pregnancy test and Mercedes thought that she was pregnant when she wasn't. Um, and um, she really hates her stepmom share. So this was a really unpleasant, nasty thing to do. Um, and so Mercy discovers this week that she's not pregnant when she pitches up for her baby scan. She's absolutely distraught. She really wanted this baby. She's really, really upset. And she's seen crying and screaming around the village. So everybody knows she's, she's distraught. Elsewhere in the village, we've all been waiting for this one. I know you have, Hannah. Um, Diana's waters break. I so, know, but oh, she's, she won't leave the house, poor woman, will she? No. No, she's had them all on, on, on a personal lockdown, not on a COVID lockdown. She wouldn't let any of them leave the house unless it was to go to work. So um, her water's break. She needs to go to hospital to have the baby. And Tony, Tony Hannah, he has a real fight on his hands to get struggling Diana um, into hospital for the birth. But she, she does finally agree to go and she gives birth to a little girl called Eva. Isn't that a lovely name? That's lovely. Absolutely yeah. lovely. It is. Um, but Diane's stressed. She's keen to go home. She doesn't feel the hospital is safe or clean. Uh, she's emotional and she's struggling with her mental health. And finally, you know, I think to- Tony thinks oh, we need to do something now. And as he's trying to sort Diane out. He leaves baby Eva in son Scott's care. So, so yeah, so... Uh, and a newborn t- baby already. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> And Cher steals little Eva from her pram and runs off with her and places her next to a sleeping Mercy, framing her for the abduction of the baby. This is really horrible. A, Cher has stolen a a newborn baby and B, she is framing her distraught and upset stepmother, who thought she was pregnant, for the abduction. Will Diane... I know it is, isn't it? Will Tony and Diane ever see their little girl again? Well, I mean, presumably they will, because when she wakes up and realises, the baby will be given back to them, presumably. Yes, one hopes so, yes. But um, but will they accuse Mercy of stealing her? Because she doesn't know how the baby got there. 
No, it's so dangerous as well to put a baby right next to somebody who's sleeping. But anyway, yeah. that's a whole other thing. <laughs> oh, wow. Gosh, I didn't see that, that coming at all. No, because they were really two separate storylines running mm. running parallel to each other. And, and I, th- I really liked it when they crashed into each other. I thought that was very, very well done. Yeah, agreed, agreed. They're good, good writers at Hollyoaks, aren't they? Yes. Um, okay, back in the square, EastEnders. Um, serial killer Grey still hasn't really got his comeuppance, has he? He's still on the loose, no. but he's pretending yes. to be an upstanding member of Albert Square. For how long, we don't know, because I'm wondering if he's got his eye on another victim this week. Well, well, has he, Hannah? And, you know, like, so it was about September, October last year, so we, he's been getting away with Chantel's murder now for, well, a good eight months. Um, and mm. then at Christmas, he, he killed Tina, didn't he? Wrapped yep. her up in the shower curtain and popped her in the river. And, uh, and then, uh, you know, about six weeks ago, he pushed, he pushed Cush under, under a tube train. So... <laughs> he doesn't look like he's being caught anytime soon and no. he lives virtually next door to Detective Jack Branning, doesn't he? And he's not sort of going... <laughs> very <laughs> poor. I'm very concerned about Jack Branning's uh, professionalism. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's really good. I think it's lovely they've got a, a detective living next door virtually to a, a serial killer. Right so, under um, your nose, literally. <laughs> so... Uh, does he have his sights set on Chelsea this week? So um, Chelsea, obviously, she's not. She's a grown woman, so she's not really Jack Brunning's stepdaughter. Although Jack is dating her mum Denise, you know, it's an extended family. He didn't have any any anything to do with her upbringing, but um, yeah, there is that connection there. Um, and um, Chelsea, we all know, is never going to make Citizen of the Year, is she? Hannah? No, she's, no, no, really not. <laughs> She's got a bit of a nasty side to her. Um, and so when she's in possession of stolen goods this week, um, she's taken in for questioning by the police, as, as is right and proper. Um, and Jack, her mother's partner, uh, suggests that she hire Grey as her solicitor, which is, a, you know, a sensible thing to, to do. Um, and uh, she approaches Grey about hiring him. But, you know, Chelsea doesn't want to pay money. She thinks that if she can flirt with Grey she can get legal representation for free and this makes Grey really unhappy about being taken for a for a ride should you upset a serial killer Hannah (laughs) not knowingly but I assume she doesn't know (laughs) um oh dear oh dear this is I mean this can't carry on he can't get away with this forever no, no, he can't. He has to, at some point, something has to happen and he has to be caught. So, but I haven't spotted anything in the, in the lines currently that is taking us down that route. Okay, okay. And uh, we see Kathy finally going on a date with Rocky and, and, and she's, she's quite pleasantly surprised, I think. Yes. Yes. Oh, this is such a nice storyline. So, yes, she, she says yes to Rocky. It's embargoed what he actually does on the date, but he does not take her to the, the Vic for a swift half a, half a lager. He does something nice and romantic. Oh, that's nice. But, but um, he's got, he's got, is, there all, is he all that meets the eye? And so we sort of feel it's almost nice in, um, in any of these soaps, to be fair. There's definitely a problem. <laughs> yes. 
Yes, I mean he's he's very interested in the houses on the square. Now, you know, we all read the newspapers. Um, those houses in Albert Square. I mean, it's a very nice London square, isn't it? Because you have houses around the outside and a nice bit of greenery yep. with park benches. That's that's prime location, yeah, prime real estate. Uh, so so yes, yeah, so he is interested in the houses on the square. Um, and when Kathy's purse purse goes missing on her date, and Ruby's house is also broken into Sonia fears that Rocky isn't all that he seems hmm. I, I mean I, again I feel like I'm a betting woman today I, I mean that no one's ever as they seem are they no it's a no. fair bet <laughs> and they've got a big named um you, you know actor to, to play Rocky so that that says to me that you know we're going to he's going to Rocky's going to be a, a, perhaps more of a ducker and diver than a good person yeah and we're going to go on a journey with him yeah absolutely well thank you claire another absolutely great week in soap planned um we will be back next week um enjoy the football if that's what um what you love and if not remember that you can watch all of these um on, on catch up or you can actually actually you can watch them straight away immediately this time which is absolutely brilliant we will see you next week um and we'll see you then Thanks, bye.